few weeks had gone by, Strange helping the construction of the future train with a shocking sense of enthusiasm. He had grown rather fond of H4N5 and FR4N5, and they spent their days together on the bolt belt. At night, Strange lay awake for hours on the stone slab that served as his bed, pondering the possibility of his escape. He was starting to think he could probably just walk out and no one would say anything. One night, as he finally drifted off to sleep, he was awoken by a mysterious figure who covered his mouth and spoke in a hushed whisper. Strange had a mild hearing impairment from listening to the sun too much as a kid and didn't hear a word. I'm trying to sleep here. What do you want? Muttered Strange, ripping the figure's hand off his mouth. Uh, come with me if you want to get out of here. As his eyes adjusted to the darkness, Strange could see the figure more clearly. Damn, that robot has nice breasts. A moment passed before it dawned on him. Wait a minute. There are no female robots. Damn, that male robot has nice breasts. What are you waiting for? Get up! For a soulless automaton with no understanding of the concept of time, you sure are in a hurry. Strange, for less goddamn time, I'm not a robot, let's go! Huh, okay. Strange winked. And I'm from the future. Oh wait, shit, I am. Alright, you won me over, but I can't leave yet. I haven't handed in my two weeks notice. Revenances are make or break, lady. The figure rolled her eyes at Strange. Before pulling him out of bed, the two jamboreed out of Strange's room, down the hallway, and past the offices. Strange put a hand to the glass as they passed Mantron's office, watching as Mantron himself slept at his desk. He's such a hard worker, whispered Strange. He opened the door and walked inside. Strange, what are you doing? Get back here! There's something I've got to do. Strange replied solemnly, before closing the door behind him and locking it. He approached Mantron, sleeping upright in his desk chair, snoring and talking in his sleep. Slowly approaching Mantron, Strange reached his hands out towards him and pulled out the emergency heavy-duty blanket Mantron kept under the desk. He draped the blanket over him and tucked him in tight, lightly kissing Mantron on the cardboard where his forehead would be. Strange started to tear up as he looked at his boss, all snuggled in. There goes the best damn boss I ever had. Strange turned and walked out of the room before the emotion could overcome him. Did you tuck him in as snug as a bug in a rug? You're damn right I did. Let's go. The pair snuck their way through the factory without incident, as most of the robots were either recharging or in the break room by now. Strange desperately hoped they wouldn't encounter any other robots, not because he was scared to be detected, but because he was scared of what it might make him feel. The two had reached the doors of the factory, mere moments from freedom, when they heard a familiar beeping and booping behind them. I know that beep and boop combo anywhere. He turned around, coming face to face with H4N5 and FR4N5. Oh no, this is what I was afraid of. Here comes the waterworks. Strange lamented. His soon-to-be former co-workers looked at him quizzically. Hello, best robo bunny. What are you doing up so late? Our best robo bunny shift starts in only two hours. Strange opened his mouth to reply, but didn't get very far. Might we mention that you're the best robo bunny we've ever had? In fact, I wanted to ask you to be the best robo man at my best robo wedding. Strange was barely keeping it together. <laughs> What's the matter, STR4NG3? I, uh... I'm gonna take a vacation for a little while, but I'll see y'all real soon, okay? Okay, best robo buddy. Will you bring us some souvenirs? Uh, I sure will, robo buddy. The two humans made for the exit before being stopped one last time. Wait, who is this mysterious human-like figure? 
Is it a human? The robots laughed. The woman laughed nervously. Strange didn't get the joke, but laughed anyways. The room went silent for a moment. Seriously though, who is that? My, uh, my, my dog. He, uh, stands on two legs and looks like a woman. It's a rare breed. My cousin Bolt owned one of those. Well, have fun on your trip. We'll miss you. I'll miss you guys too. Strange and the woman trudged through the night in silence for a while before Strange finally spoke up. So who exactly are you? Why did you break into the factory for me? Okay, A, literally every door in the building was unlocked. There were no guards whatsoever. You could have walked out at any time. Now, the bots have never taken anyone in the town before, so I knew you had to be special. So I came to rescue you. As for my name, I'm J. Justice Jameson, town sheriff. I came for you because you're the only one who's mambled with the metal while no one else has been able to even get close to them. I figured you'd be the best one to help me stop them. Wait a minute. You're the town sheriff? How come you didn't help me when I got the Bobcat Boogaloo beaten out of me back at the saloon? Help you? Hell, I was probably kicking you hotter than everybody else. It was all part of the plan. I'm convinced. They reached a pair of refreshingly organic horses and mounted up. <laughs> Strange had never ridden a horse before, but he had ridden a bicycle. And horses were basically living bicycles with two more wheels. Turns out he was right and an absolute natural as he pedaled that bad boy back to town. On the journey, Strange told Justice everything he knew about the robots and their plans. Once that was done, he tried to get a conversation going with this mysterious woman. What's the town even called, anyways? We're here. That's great, but what, what's it called? It's called We're Here. We're also here. Strange and Justice rode into the town, ready to do what they had to do.